0: This is the Social Media Strategy Podcast, brought to you by worldpodcast.com. You've come to the right place if you want to take your social media to new heights. Now, here's your host, Pauline Stockhausen. And welcome to the Social Media Strategy Podcast. I am your host, Pauline Stockhausen. Well, I am excited about our guest today. He is a Facebook marketing genius. He has a company coming out from New York called Local Marketing Stars. .com if you want to go check it out. He is a lifelong entrepreneur and has two best-seller books. Welcome Oz. Thank you so much for joining us.
1: Hey Pauline, great to be here. Thanks for having me.
0: Well, I mean, for people who don't know you, obviously, you know, we're on the whole other side of the world. Um, most of my listeners are in Australia, New Zealand, some in America. Tell me a little bit how you came on this journey of your business and and how did you get onto uh, Facebook marketing and digital marketing?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I'd be happy to share that. I, I started my first informal business uh, at age seven by selling water in flea markets. Flea markets was like an open place where people do their grocery shopping back in the day uh, without any supermarkets. And I I noticed a pain point that uh, people were struggling with, which is like they were really thirsty and there is no there's no bottled water or anything like that. So I had the idea that if I had a pitcher of water and offered them water, that would be great. And they did appreciate it. And after a couple of trips home and back, back and forth uh, with like um, 10, 15 trips, (laughs) finally someone offered to pay me for water. And that's when I made the connection in my mind that if, if you solve a problem, big problem for people, they don't mind paying you. Uh, so I, that was my first little business. Then you know I started different companies, failed some, and finally um, about six, six years ago started local marketing stars by building websites for companies. That was uh, definitely at the time everyone wanted to have their own website. They used to do, but it was it was not as common to find a web designer. So we did a lot of projects. Then we noticed that uh, what people wanted was a little different than just to have a pretty looking website. They wanted to have traffic. They wanted to have sales, which we didn't do anything in, you know, in relation to that one. We were just building pretty websites. Uh, that led me to kind of transform my company into a lead generation company. And we started doing many things for them, such as like SEO, AdWords. Then Facebook come along and it came along and we started advertising on Facebook. And now most of our clients um, are on Facebook. We're using different types of Facebook ads, Facebook groups or organic posts and so many different things and getting amazing results. So that's pretty much like the short history of how we ended up being where we are right now as a company.
0: So that's a really important sort of topic there, you know, lead generation, you know, especially with people... Um who maybe are new in business or some who are old in business, but they've had a website and they don't actually understand you know, just having a website online, they, they can't forget about it. you know Does you know SEO and Google AdWords are they just as important as they were five years ago, or have you seen a change in the market?
1: Yeah, I get that question a lot. So there's a formula to figure out which which one would be a better fit for your business because people ask me if they should do AdWords or SEO or they should get into uh, Facebook. Well, uh, one determining factor is your customers, who your customers are. If the service you're offering is more of an emergency related. So if you have a toothache and you need a dentist immediately, your platform is not going to be Facebook, it's going to be Google. If you're a plumber and you know someone's basement is flooding, they need that service right away and they're going to search it through Google and other search engines. So your presence primarily should be there. Um, so when you think of your services and the products you offer, think about who will need it and when they will need it. If it is super urgent, Google is the place to go. If you want consistent flow of leads coming through and uh, you need to have a system in place, then Facebook leads uh, is, is the best way to go or Facebook paid ads is, is the best way to go. Uh, but more importantly, uh, having just one source of lead funnel is not enough. you got to have online presence altogether. So what I usually recommend my clients, once we identify the first place they need to be, let's say it is Facebook, uh, and we kind of figure it out for them and they have consistent leads coming in that turn into sales, then we talk about, why don't we get your site in, uh, on Google, get you on the map, so people also can find you organically. Uh, that's just you know the, the, the additional source that, you need, that needs to be added to the funnel if they already don't have it going, but uh, we always try to figure out the, the shortest dis- distance between them and their customer and start utilizing that to get them leads coming.
0: Wow. I love the way that you've described that. You know, I've never actually heard anyone... Put it like that, if you're a business that's a service and needs it urgently, then, you know, you should definitely have Google and Google AdWords and more longer lead. I mean, obviously, I plan the Facebook space, so longer leads, um, it's definitely Facebook. So I think definitely our audience will get um, some... Some knowledge from that you know one of the things that I always get asked and I'm going to just ask you and hopefully you'll be okay answering it you know for a small medium-sized business how much should they be paying for like Google AdWords you know is it the type of market where it's better to pay something and be in or you know put all your eggs in sort of that one basket what, what sort of advice would you give?
1: Yeah. So it's about understanding the the lifetime value of your customer. Uh, For example, if you are a plumber and you need to invest in Google, uh, you need to think about all the services that you offer and find the ones that's the that leaves the highest profit. Is it fixing somebody's pipe or it's just, you know, if someone's basement is totally flooded? Uh, that's a major problem and it requires major work. Maybe that's like a $10,000 ticket uh, service for you. So once you identify your high ticket, high, high profit service that is needed by your customers, then I would only focus on that service instead of trying to offer everything. Usually I see ads and uh, the company just makes a huge list of all the things they do. That means that they're trying to put their ads in front of people uh, who might need all of these services, and that's going to eat up your ad budget quite a bit. Uh, so, and you can't just rely on on the marketing company that you hire. So this is a little like due diligence upfront by you, because when you think about it, even if you go directly to Google, they are their intention is to have you spend more money, because that's how they make their income. And a lot of the ad companies they take a percentage of the ad budget monthly, so it is in their best interest to spend you spend more spend have you spend more money but on uh since you're running your business, I always have that exercise to do have my clients do that exercise, find that product that's hot that's profitable, and try to get in front of people with that. So that's going to cost you the least amount of money instead of trying to get people for five, six different products or services. And then, you know, when you get that working, then you can slowly add others because you have now money coming in, right? you got mm-hmm. leads, converting them to sale. Then you can focus on the deciding how much you're going to be spending. Number two is uh, when you get a lead, that's only half the game. So Google is going to give you a lead. Uh, but do you have a system to handle that, to close that? That's more on the sales part of that. But I see many businesses, they don't know what would happen if they get a lead. Uh, that's very scary. And, you know, that's why the, uh, most of the leads go, go to pretty much garbage because they're not followed up. Because the lead is only hot for a couple of hours usually. So if someone is filling out a form to hear from Pauline, uh, if Pauline doesn't reach out to him or her within the next two or three hours – then their interest is going to drop to 70%, then 60%. And if you reach that you reach that person back within 48 hours, it's down to 25%, and they might not even remember who you are. So it's not so much how much you will be spending, it's just how much planning and systems that you have in place so when a leak comes in, you can convert that into sales.
0: I mean, that's definitely a, um, a tip, you know, just the follow-up, how important that follow-up is. When you talk to your clients, do you tell them to do an email form or get a phone number and have that system in place where they email or they phone directly?
1: Uh, a, a couple of different things depends on the client. For example, for some clients, we have call-only campaigns on Google, right? Yeah. Uh, so uh, they, can, they can have the phone ring if they, have a, a, if they have staff in front of their phones right away. If they have like a call center or if they have someone answering the phones uh, from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m., then we do that in addition to other ads because we know that someone is going to answer the phone. If this person is a solo, uh, solopreneur and it's just himself or herself, obviously that's not going to work out because when the phone rings, uh, he might be picking up the kids, which is not going to work out. <laughs> so then we recommend a landing page for the lead to come in so they can do due diligence immediately and within half an hour to an hour they get into a position or get into a place where they can make a phone call back to the lead.
0: Wow, that's really good. So we've got the Google AdWords and the SEO, um, which are really important. And then we're moving into Facebook. I mean, that's one of the places everyone is at the moment. We've got so many new things that Facebook are putting out. You know, we've got you know video and we've got live. How can a business um, really make Facebook their space, their play area, where they can get leads and they can um, make money? What sort of advice would you give around that?
1: Um, Facebook is changing quite a bit. A couple of years ago, it was a platform where, uh, where high school kids used to hang out. Uh, now the demographics of Facebook is changing quite a bit. Uh, now all the all the young young boys and girls and kids are you know uh, switching to Snapchat and all the other uh, Instagram and other uh, social media tools out there. And so it's it's a lot of uh, mature audience, which is good for businesses, especially Facebook ads. Mm-hmm. But within Facebook ad, Facebook platform, you got to have a system to own your own platform because what's happening right now is let's say you have uh, more than 2,000 friends on your personal Facebook which is awesome but when you post something on your personal page only a fraction of the people are actually seeing it because of Facebook's algorithm based on different things so they're not showing it all showing it to all your friends you will have a business page the same same thing is true if uh, you know a thousand people like that page doesn't mean that whenever you post something a thousand people will see it usually it is less than 10 percent so you still don't own the platform so those likes and and comments and how often you post and all that stuff it kind of loses its relevance after a while so a lot of companies i highly recommend them to build their own tribe and the way you do that is get into Facebook groups. When you start a Facebook group and you make it private and you kind of invite people or, or post on your own personal uh, Facebook to invite people into a private group, you're creating your own tribe. And people who willingly want to be there, they want to hear from you especially if you're a coach, or a consultant, you have a message to give people. Even small businesses, it doesn't really matter. If you can keep them engaged, when you ask them to buy something from you, it becomes a lot easier. Then you don't have to uh, keep up with the changes with Facebook because you have a solid follower. Facebook gave you that privilege to have your own group that you can go back and build value. And it's, when it's time to ask for a sale, they already know and trust you. And it's a lot easier to convert that. That's more on the organic side, which is not going to happen right away, right? It takes time to build that. You have to be regular. You have to bring guests on and all that stuff depending on your profession. On the paid ads, though, it is uh, Facebook algorithm has, in my opinion, is more advanced than uh, many of the other platforms out there. The targeting is amazing. You can target people based on how much they spend who they like to watch and listen to online, on social media, um, at their income level, if they're single, married, if they just bought a house—like so many things—that um, can relate to your customer. So what it comes down to is thinking about your ideal customer. I know everyone wants to jump on Facebook ads and start running some ads to get some results, but before you do that, what will determine? The 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 failure or the success of your campaigns is how much you understand your ideal customers. Like I mean, I talk to some people; they tell me, "Oh, Facebook ads—they really don't work." While well, I know people are making millions of dollars a month, so it's not the platform; it is whether you make it work or not. So that's like the first step—you got to understand your audience. When when I mean that, I don't mean this in a cliche way. Like, know your customer. No, I mean truly know, like what magazines they read, if they do online shopping. Well, where would they be buying from? Is it are they like a Whole Foods organic type of uh, organic food type of pe- people, or is it more like a fast food? You, you if, once you understand all of this, and and the natural question is, well, how do I know all of this? The best way, if you especially if you're starting out, the best way is to interview your potential customers. Like try, try not to sell them anything and get them on the phone or stop by their businesses and ask them questions to understand how they operate, their hobbies and their likes and dislikes and all that stuff. So the no, more you know about uh, your audience, easier it is to set up a Facebook ads campaign and put it in front of your ideal audience.
0: Yeah, I think that's, um, that's definitely one of the things we tell our clients and some, most of them are like, uh, everyone is our customer. And so we have to really get them to niche right down. And one of the things that works really well with us is we go on their Facebook page and we ask all those questions out of, you know, which magazine is the magazine you pick up at the supermarket? Um, What's your favorite? Like one that's one really, really popular post at the moment that we've been running across all our clients is which program are you binge watching on Netflix right now? And those sort of questions go viral, but you can get a real understanding of how who people are, what they love, and what they what they like, and then you can target your ads around that as well.
1: Absolutely, that's a, that's a form of surveying them, and which serves really, really well. Absolutely.
0: And I love that you brought up Facebook groups because you know that's where my speciality is. I'm a Facebook group group expert. So the fact that you just did that naturally was beautiful. Love it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It just rolled out. Yeah, yeah. It's,
0: I did not I pay him scripted. to talk about Facebook. Groups. I know. No, this
1: was not scripted. <laughs> no. <laughs> so um, yeah, well, I have my own Facebook group too, and I, I think oh. that's where uh, you, you know that should be the direction if you want to be long term in this game, yeah. and if you. If you want to get away from hard selling and have people inquire about what it is that you do, that's the way to go.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree. That's exactly what I've done, built groups and um, pushed my, my stuff through the groups. And that's rare. The great thing about groups, and I'll just say that, is that they, be- they come in as uh, sort of acquaintances and then they become just like your best friend. You know, you just you have this loyalty and this connection and you can't get that on your Facebook page, your business page at all. It's that next step forward to having the neighbor next door that you talk over the fence, you know?
1: Absolutely. It's really amazing when you think about it. Like you're definitely right. I have, you can't do it on your Facebook page, your personal page, or forget about on the business page. You can't really do nothing in there. Uh, But uh, for example, like yesterday, some guy, I don't know him, but he posted on the group saying that, hey, you buy whatever O's is selling. He's, he's, he's the king. <laughs> and I have no idea who he is. Apparently, he watched a couple of things. Like that kind of stuff doesn't happen on other platforms as much. Yeah. But when you have a tribe like that, you'll randomly hear things, things like that, which makes your day. But it also shows you how invaluable that tool is. And you got, it, it motivates you to use more of that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, just snapping back to Facebook ads, one of the one of the questions or one of the things I see online all all the time is, um, oh, you know, I tried Facebook ads, but it was really too expensive. Um, mm. You know, I don't want to pay this amount of money for per lead. Uh, so, I really think that business owners don't actually understand how important. Um, a lead is and how much they should be spending per lead and getting a bit real about that you know they might put in an ad in the newspaper it goes to 30,000 people they've paid $500 for that particular ad that gets seen once it's delivered once never seen again so how how do you combat that sort of do you have those conversations as well?
1: Uh, We do it it comes back to um, them understanding, what, you know, what, what what is a lead and definition of that for them? Because they, when someone tells me, "Oh, yeah, Facebook, we tried it before. It's way too expensive." My question to them is, wh- "How much is it costing you right now to acquire a client without Facebook?" And you know, more than ninety percent of the time, the business owner has no idea. They don't know. Just like you said, maybe they spent money on, on a magazine and they didn't even get one email out of that. Maybe a couple of phone calls that they can't really track back. <laughs> yeah. They don't know what worked, right? It's just a shotgun approach. Uh, see, see what happens if you just try it. Uh, so, th- you know, we, what we get them to understand is you got to understand your cost per lead. And uh, paid advertising, regardless of what platform you use, is about your ability to pay more than your competitor to buy a customer um let's let's be just 100 percent clear there's no shortage of customers out there right um there there's so too many way too many uh, of them out there it's just a decision oh how much are you willing to pay to buy that customer and when you do buy it are you paying less than what you'll be making once you identify those two factors then you're not paying too much of facebook ads like uh, that changes the whole game for example we have one client the cost for a lead for them is two hundred dollars. It's not cost per click. By the time that that lead becomes that um, email or the contact person's name becomes an actual lead who want to talk to them, it yeah. costs them two hundred dollars. But they close twenty percent of the leads. So, and when they do close, the lifetime value of that customer is fifteen thousand dollars. So for them, paying that amount is like amazing because they're making tenfold on that, right? um so that that's one thing that i have them i have them understand and be clear about because many of them don't look at it that way they only look at like how much is this costing me right now without thinking about the big picture
0: yeah absolutely and one of the other things that business owners don't think about is how much time they spend on facebook you know so if they put an hourly rate to their their time and put that in comparison to doing an ad there's there's a big disconnect there do you find that as well
1: Yes, big time. Yeah. And uh, one thing is um, that's changing with Facebook and we're having more and more of this conversation. Maybe your audience uh, will find this valuable too. Uh, Facebook is it, it really doesn't like direct response marketers when you think about it. Because uh, l- l- just think about what we're doing when we're putting an ad in Facebook. Like I'm running a campaign on Facebook and I want Facebook's audience, Facebook's customers to click on that ad. And I want to take them away from Facebook and bring them to my page so they can make a decision whether they want to give me their email or phone number. I want them to buy something from my e-commerce site. Uh, So Facebook just lost that person for whatever, a couple of hours and that person might not come back for another hour, another day. Uh, so they they have this thing with um, you know re- direct response marketers that they really don't like that. Recently, they came up with a, a solution, which is the Facebook lead ads. Mm. Um, have you got Have you got any questions from your audience about lead ads?
0: Yeah, I mean, and over this side, they're really, really new, so they're not yes. um, using them. I have been testing them for the last since they started, and I absolutely love them. They're probably my favorite um, ad out of all the ad sets with Facebook ads. Uh, I think they're fantastic. What about you?
1: They are truly amazing. And I I don't have, uh, obviously, anything to prove that, but I think Facebook is favoring them over uh, the landing pages. Yeah. Because... Uh, they just get, We just get amazing results. And first of all, let's explain what they are for your audience, right? Yep. Uh, so the first part is a traditional advertising. You put an ad and I click on it and you take me out of Facebook and bring me to your landing page or your website for me to buy something from you or give something to you, my email, wh- whatever your lead lead magnet is. Uh, but with the Facebook lead ads, you never leave Facebook. You see the same ad, the same message, but when you click on the call to action button, sign up, learn more, buy now, a pop-up appears on Facebook for you to drop in your information. And when you click on submit, you're back to where you are on Facebook, watching funny videos and checking out your friends' pictures and whatever it is. And the advertiser accomplished his or her goal. They got their contact information. Facebook is happy because they kept their client on the website, and the cost per click is usually a cost per lead is usually one third of of, yeah. of the other campaign, the original one. So I think it keeps everyone happy. It's very simple. It also saves a lot of time of like building an entire funnel. Normally, if you want to run Facebook ads, you, you're going to build the campaign, but. It, 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 you know, you got you need a landing page, you need to modify the landing page. Sometimes you got to split test it. So many things on the back end that needs to be done. Uh, but with this, it's pretty straightforward. Like you put a, a great message up front, You preferably a video, and they, someone clicks on it, they fill out the form, boom. And you're paying per lead. I and mean, we have one client, they were paying $70 per lead through a landing page. Now it is down to $15. That's just ridiculous. Like that's really, really low.
0: yeah. Yeah, I mean, definitely one of my clients. She's paying uh, two dollars per lead, whereas wow. before it was uh, thirty dollars per lead. So she's got yep. a real niche market in a in in a country that um, isn't very popular. <laughs>
1: okay. So
0: so you know her leads are really good. You know she's tar- she's targeted a, a, a particular town and it's been really. Oh, I can't talk enough about Facebook lead ads. They're just one of my favorite. Um, and I'm trying to get all my clients to start doing them.
1: Yes, at least test it out because uh, I will say more than 90% of the time they're going to perform much better than your traditional way of advertising on Facebook, which yeah. is amazing.
0: And that's one of the things that a lot of you know business owners want. They need to get their email addresses. You know, Email marketing isn't dead. Um, I don't know where you sit on this fence, but I, um, I have a really big email list. It's at 75,000 now, and I've just got... Usually I do a weekly email and that's been all really well and I've just upped it to two a week. I really want to go one every day, but New Zealanders and Australians are just not as forgiving to have daily emails. So (laughs) I've gone twice a week and the results that I'm getting are really just a lot better. I've got a lot more connection, a lot more engagement just by upping it and changing the format. I've made it really personal and it's just... It's incredible how you get scared about doing something, and then you do something, and it 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 goes beyond what you thought it would be.
1: Yeah, it is. It is the things that you don't do that has the highest payoff, right? Yeah, uh, yeah that, that's just what happens. And yeah, email is definitely not dead at all. It's just just like any any tool, you have to match it to the right job. Yeah. Uh, if, if you suck at email marketing, you will think it's the platform. It's definitely not. I mean, you're doing a great job. You have your organic list and switching it up every once in a while is the best thing like sending emails one week and uh, offering a webinar the other week and you know bringing is starting a video live video session the other week is going to keep them engaged and making an offer every once in a while is going to keep everyone happy
0: yeah do you just going back to facebook ads for business owners do you think that so we're talking about different budgets every business owner has a different budget so some sure. some might be you know, fifty dollars a month—that's the you know small. Down to some, you know, a hundred a week to a thousand a week. Blah blah blah. Do you think it's better to do advert whatever your budget is, just to continually do advertising, whatever your budget is, so that you're getting those uh, step ups? Or do you think it's better to save up your money and do sort of one sort of campaign?
1: Uh, definitely don't do the second one. Like that's not <laughs> how it works. Yeah. Uh,
0: you,
1: you can. It's okay to start with a small budget, but consistency is key. Yeah. Um. Uh, so even if you're starting with five dollars a day, by the time your campaign is optimized and Facebook figures out what it is that you're trying to accomplish, you got to be in at least uh, two weeks into it. A week and a half because I think a lot of people are setting the wrong expectation. Yeah, we get we have clients just getting the cost per lead is four cents and they got it the second day the campaign started. But for you to protect that and take you know bring that lower and have consistent leads and Facebook to understand their algorithm is you know set in place. It could be a week, two weeks, up to three weeks depending on the offer. So testing things up front is much better than saving up two thousand dollars and dumping it on an ad. That, that, you know, that's not going to work, first of all. Second of all, what would happen is uh, Facebook is smart. So if you start with a really high budget, they're going to find a way to spend it. <laughs> yeah. If you don't get leads out of that, that's really not their problem. It's your problem. So you want to give the hint to Facebook that, hey, Facebook, my budget is, is a little limited. Uh, so I'm going to start with $10 and see what you give me. Then, based on that, I might increase that. So, you find that Facebook works a little harder that way once you kind of step up your budget at least 20% at a time than doubling it 100%, 200%. So, don't do that. If you're spending $10 a day and at the end of the week you love the results and you want to change it to $25 a day, don't increase it like that. Change it from 10 to like 15, then 15 to 20, and that way it's a lot more consistent results than just doubling it.
0: Wow, I think that's really, really good that you've given that advice, especially for the smaller business owners, they, they chuck an ad every now and again. And it's a bit like that, you know, um, scattergun effect where they, (laughs) they think, oh, just quickly put stuff there, but be a bit more strategic, plan out your month and, and go month by month by month. I think that's great that you've given that advice. And I know so many people who are listening to this will, will maybe restructure the way they do their Facebook advertising.
1: Yeah, most definitely. I mean, checking your ads daily is okay. And also, you got to know when to turn it off. For example, one thing that, uh, this is a fair warning, if an ad is running, do not go in and modify a running ad. Uh, that's, that's, just, that's just screwing up the entire algorithm that's been building up up to that point. If you see something is not working and you want to change it, uh, create an alternative ad, run that first, and see if it is doing any better then shut down the other one. So don't play with the ads because I see many people do that. They start an ad. Two days later, they say, I, I don't know. Let me just change the targeting and add another town. Then they do that. And they change the audience altogether to people who are reading Times Magazine versus New York, you know, uh, you know Wall Street Journal and all that stuff. Every time you do that, you're just backtracking. You're, 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 not getting, you're not going forward at all. You're just making the algorithm even more confused about whatever it is that you want to accomplish.
0: I think that's so funny you brought that up because last week I changed a running ad that I had just started. (laughs) Guilty. Uh, Yeah, so yeah, even I'm guilty, especially on my my own stuff. You know, I I think, oh, actually, you know, actually I might just change that. And um, yeah, I went back and changed it. Oh, that's so funny. Um, now, no,
1: people, it's so easy to do, right? Because we all yeah. want to do that. We just don't see it working. We get nervous about it. And we're like, you know what? I think I found out what it is. Let me just change it right away, yeah. not knowing what the consequences will be. Uh, but yeah, definitely, you got to watch out for that.
0: Yeah. Well, that's a great tip as well. So I'll keep that in mind next time as well. <laughs> um, so you're doing a lot of new things um, as well. So I heard you're doing this new course. Do you want to talk a little bit about this course you're doing?
1: Uh, yeah, I I do. As I mentioned before, I do have a Facebook group and I've been uh, doing a lot of Facebook lives and, and whatnot, trying to answer questions. And I, I see that there's this pattern with uh, companies and individuals who want to run ads on Facebook and help want to help other small businesses with their Facebook needs. Um, And they're kind of so lost on who to target, uh, how to offer their services to them, what to charge, and most importantly, how to get results. Uh, We're kind of handling it in case-by-case basis, but I I noticed that so many questions are redundant. They're dealing with the same problem over and over again. I thought it could be a good idea for me to put together a program and teach people who are interested in learning how to make steady income by running Facebook ads for other businesses and also find out which verticals to uh, focus on and how to get them super-fast results uh, and high-quality results and get, get paid handsomely doing that. Uh, so there 's a lot of interest so far, so that 's what i 've been working on, and uh, that that will be uh, available about a week i 'm setting up a webinar right now and taking webinar you know uh, attendees yep. um, so i 'll talk more about it uh, on the webinar itself kind of break down our funnels because last year, uh, in my agency, local marketing stars, we got fifty four uh, new clients with, from so many different verticals. Uh, you know, high-ticket high, high clients and we have a deep experience and a lot of different verticals and I want to be able to share it with people so they know what to do and also what not to do because you made a lot of mistakes too.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, what we can do is um, put in the link on our show notes. So if anyone's listening to this and you want to be linked to Oz's digital marketing course, find the link on the show notes because it will be right there for you by the time this goes live. Awesome. So, um,
1: so
0: you're welcome. So if anyone's like sort of looking for you and wants to you know can anyone come into your group?
1: Uh, yes, they can join uh, they can find me on Facebook and uh, request to be added to the group. Then um, one of my assistants or myself will, will do that and we'll add you to the group so you can' have access to the past live uh, recordings that we've done and also the future events that we always have something going on. Uh, So that will be great. But the name of the group is uh, Facebook 10K Revenue Club.
0: Oh, brilliant. So I'll grab that link and also put that in the show notes for everyone who wants to go check it out because I think um, the value that Oz has given us today is 10 bar none, and I'm sure that in his group he's going to give so much more information. So Oz, thank you so much for joining me today. Some of the tips that you have given me smacked me on the hand for making my own Facebook mistakes. (laughs) Um, have been fantastic and I would really love it if you could come on in a few months and we can talk about other um, great digital marketing ideas and Facebook ads and that sort of thing if you would be interested.
1: I would love to Pauline. It's been a pleasure and honor uh, to be with you. Really appreciate it. Thank you.
0: Thank you. All right, that's it for the today's show. Hope you guys got a lot of value out of that. Um, if there are any questions for Oz, find us on our Facebook page at Pauline Stockhausen or Go to the website, the social media strategy and ask us questions there, and we'll get Oz to answer those. So, thank you once again for joining us, and we look forward to talking to you next time. Social Media Strategy Podcast, brought to you by worldpodcast.com. See ya.